Welcome back to the Trophies and Medals podcast. Uh, sorry for the delay. We recorded this on Sunday night. Uh, we have a few things come up, so that delayed the posting. But of course, we're coming back with more sports talk covering the NFL with Andrew Luck's retirement, Cowboys Nation uh, contract situation, also Laker Nation signing Dwight Howard. So back to it. Please remember, like, listen, share, comment, rate. Feedback is always welcome. Please leave a voice message if you got any questions or any comments. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Trophies and Medals podcast. The Eptide Crew is back again, bringing some sports and music, music updates. We got the Eptide King. What's up? Today, and we got Tony Love again today. Um, and me, yeah. Batman. So. Let's get it going. First thing we're going to go over today is we'll do some NFL talk. We'll get into Andrew Luck, some of the injuries, Ezekiel Elliott contract talks, Jay-Z, um, World Fantasy Football. Then we're going to get into the NBA talk, talk about the Whites and the Lakers um, and Team USA. So before we get into how y'all feeling? Uh, um, good. Good, good. Supposed to have four members today, but uh, our residential uh, can't be residential in here. Never on one episode. <laughs> and it wasn't even a whole episode. He's on there for you know thirty. You know what it's like. You remember when those uh you know those bands were going on the, on the, uh, the, the uh, late night shows and one of the band members missing. Oh yeah, he's back in the studio. You know, he, 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 <laughs> yeah, nah, he. He right now getting his Eddie Kane on. We he just missing. <laughs> so, Firestorm will be eventually a regular. We ain't holding our breath though. But <laughs> the show must go on. So, first thing first, how y'all feel about the Andrew Luck's retirement? I'm excited. <laughs> we, yeah, we know you excited, no doubt. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I know you would jump up and down. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. I get that. Um, my kids uh, asked me uh, about Andrew Luck. Uh, if, if all of y'all were Saints fans, I said, uh, no, we, we said, a uh, couple of them, one of them Raiders fan, and one of them a Titans fan, and he a lot happier than this. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I understand. His, his end as far as wise and tired, but for me, I just see it as one less good quarterback in the division. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. But I, I couldn't be mad at that man for one second. All of these injuries he's been through for the last couple of years, and he already told himself when he, he went through that last one, and he said, if I got to go through this again, I'm out. And I respect him. Plus, he don't need the money. Right. He has money. The family, he came from money. Right, plus family got money beyond money, so what? Well, yeah, that's a bon- Yeah, that's that's like icing on the cake. That just makes his that just makes his portfolio look yeah, very very pretty. There, so nah, he's good to go. So I can't get mad. And like I said, it takes a lot of willpower and determination to come back from injury after injury. And he's getting on. I think too, he was thinking about Durant having that same calf issue. And he thinks he's going to go out there and pop that Achilles, and then there you go, another whole year, maybe possibly being out. Boy, I, I felt him in that press conference, too. I'm a pain now. 
that's when that's when it really hits. Like it's not just I've been dealing with this for the past few years. I'm dealing with it now. Right. But I, I don't think that shoulder injury fully healed either. I still think he has problems with that shoulder to add to the Well of course. Yeah, he's definitely probably still struggling with that shoulder also. So, you know, okay, and that offensive line is still suspect. Yeah, but you already you already shell shocked. Shell shocked. Yeah. David Carr style. Yeah, David keep David Carr style, you know. You gotta think about that too though. <laughs> He's, yeah, so the next hit. That's all it takes. Right. But I mean you all I like I saw I saw one of the videos they posted, like every time he was getting hit, he he congratulating, dapping off the cat that just lit him up. I'm like, yo, what is your problem, man? Like I would be dapping them off. Talking about good hit. And, oh, and these dudes apologize. Oh, my bad for hitting you that hard. Oh, nah, man. It's part of the game. You are all right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, nah, I, I, nah, I respect it. But I, I am super disappointed in indie fans going out like that, though, booing that man. I'm not surprised. But actually, this is the problem with social media. Yeah. Part of it. Hmm. Yeah. Right before you hear this press conference. True. And I, I, you're right. And I mean, I truly thought, you know, that was some true, still is true bitch assness at the end of the day to still to be like that. But I, I'm not surprised on the social media. And I'm, I, if you think back to when we, the Saints, played them in the Super Bowl, I don't know if you knew this, but when they got home from, from Miami, you know, Saints had 20,000 fans waiting for them. Chin, congratulations. Mm-hmm. And even for a losing team, you know, you need to have yeah. some fanfare. Right. They only had 10. Coach had 10 people wow. waiting. 10 people? Yeah. Wow. Dang. That's some ungratefulness to the highest level there. I mean, they were the number one team in the league that year. And still can't show no. That's some fair weather fans to the highest okay. level. But like you said, but like, but think about it. They're definitely one of the cities. They ain't no traveling. They ain't no traveling team like that and stuff. So they definitely. I look at that. If you if you see fan bases all over the country, yeah. Like like hey, when I when I went to the opening season in New Orleans when my Raiders played, I was goddamn shocked how many Raider people was down there for that game. I said, damn, we coming. They, Right, they different. Yeah, so I know we, we do, we roll different. But, I mean, you had, yeah, the San Diego. <laughs> they had their banners saying San Diego, um, Sacramento, San Jose. I'm like, yo, okay. And, I mean, it was deep. But, like you said, and look how much we've been garbage for a hot minute. And they still, we, we still hanging in there. And this is fool's gold right now with my team, so I ain't getting happy by no shit form. So don't even worry about me saying nothing. You, you know what? Hard Rocks was better this this uh this last episode. I'm still not watching it, but I'm just I, I'm just what I'm, what I'm seeing on that field still is scaring me. Well, who 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 is this Nate Peterson cat out here slinging his ball like he he know what he's doing, but couldn't do this in different environments? Is better. Didn't he come from Buffalo? Yeah, he was in Buffalo. Yeah, he, he was a starting day. He was a uh, opening day quarterback. Yes. Yeah, when they was doing like six interceptions. Yeah. In the first half. Right, first half, yeah. And that's why I was like, why did we do this? I was like, here we go. And I'm looking at this man slinging his ball. I was like, whoa. What you doing? Yeah, that's the game that Brian Davis quit at halftime. Yeah. 
Yeah. Dude, literally left. At, dude, he left at halftime. I said, I retired. I'm, I'm done. I quit. I don't want to play anymore. Enough is enough. So, I, I'm, yeah, that was even. even with that, so let's go back to the Colts, though. So, mm-hmm. as far as the fans, you caught in the moment. You don't, you know, somebody's going to quit. This is going to happen. You know, people drinking and stuff like that. I can understand somebody that sat back and made a decision like, hey, this could have been going on for a while. You could at least let us know about, you know, before the draft. That way we can, or, or free agency, that way we can get another quarterback or make moves with, you know, thinking that we're going to be without you. But at the same time, you can't fool the man. Right, but I think I don't even think he was hurt yet, though. Like, you know, I think he was feeling healthy and fine before the training camp kicked in, but then once then he had that, he hurt the ankle, and that with that ankle and slash calf area, it just just wasn't fitting, feeling right. And he like this is excruciating pain, and he just he saw the bigger picture or something, you know, that just wasn't right. So, you know, man, like you said, the man's almost out for two years trying to get his shoulder back together. You know, all the different procedures he tried, he went overseas and everything to get himself prepared to play again. That too. I mean, he's had he's had some crazy injuries too, though. Like, and I mean, a man would kept get up. I mean, ain't like he know a little light work, lightweight. He's like what six four, you know, two fit. You know, so it's like, you know, them them hits he was taking was flush. Like he would take he stand that pocket all the way through, and it was taking hard hits. And, I, and, the, and they seen that, and they knew he had the worst line in the league. No hit, you know, so it's like, come on now. He still made y'all relevant. He still kept y'all in the hunt of always in the fact of making the playoffs or winning the division and all this through all of that. So, I don't know. I just look at it. In the four four seasons he played, he had just the playoffs. Right. But your offensive line still suddenly at him lit up like a piano. So I don't know. I was dis- like I said, I still was kind of disappointed by, you know, Coach Fan. I mean, you should be great for you won a title. You got a title in your life here. So hey, be happy here. Because ain't no free agent go to Indy. <laughs> you got to do everything in, you know, homegrown. And now this makes it even more difficult. For free agents to want to come to your city now because they clearly see you, you born cat, yo, you booed Andrew Luck. Yeah. Now you just hurt yourself free agency wise, where Cass is not gonna come nowhere near y'all on that. So they gotta even put that into into play now, after they just hurt themselves with that. I don't see you booing your owner when he was out there all high. And all over the place, tripping. You ain't boo him. So come on, man. And he should have did better than that. All right, hold it right. But yeah, I think the Colts, like you said, the fan base long term. You know that may that may hurt going forward as far as we draft, we get free agency. Because, like you said, Andrew Luck was that ultimate football guy. And you boo him. You know what I'm saying? So, and, that, and that's 
opportunity now for y'all to um you know if y'all if y'all ain't happy with you with your backup you know with that percent yeah so if you ain't happy with him or feel comfortable with him hey you gotta give cap a chance right you know that let's see what you're gonna do now so i look at that that's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting situation too now yeah that's gonna be that that was one of the first things that came to mind it's like you know i be too Exactly. I was thinking the exact same thing also. Would y'all give him a shot? Do you have, yeah. If anybody, if, if a team could give somebody a second chance, could be the Colts, especially with, like I said, once again, the owner, you know, he had his history, his mess-ups and screw-ups. Hey. He got to believe in second chance. Yeah. But you know what? I think, so I, I, I would say the Colts is in the mix, will be the mix with Cap. And like you were saying about uh, Winston the other night, Man, don't blame all oh, them blame ducks. He was throwing out there. Oh my god, that was I'm like, yeah, he is done. Once again, can't put faith from nobody from Alabama. <laughs> my theory is gonna ride with that for life. Jamal and that's it. And bold Terrell Owens and Barkley. That's all you had. Now, any kid, but think about, yeah, think about all the rest. Uh, Frank Thomas, Robert Frank Thomas, Thomas. I don't know Frank Thomas. Frank Thomas, too. Robert Ory, oh, yeah, Ory from Alabama? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, okay, that's your top five, and all the rest, huh? Mm. I don't know. And Well, you know who my number one kid is. I'll discuss uh, why I hate Alabama people. Jamarcus Russell, and screw me for life. He was on campus, um, I think, last week. Well, LSU campus? Yeah. Oh, they, they ain't kick him off or throw something at him or say, get lost, loser? Nah, he, he led him to some BCS bones. Uh-huh. But it's a, he didn't think of LSU, Mr. Raiders fans. That should be man, that fat bastard killed us, man. All right, whatever. Did you ever see that uh, Kirk Morrison uh, clip of what he was talking about? Nah, uh-uh. Oh, I'm going to let him look at Kirk Morrison on Rip. I'll show, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Oh God, I, I, don't, I don't need no, I don't need no, I don't need no scabs removed, man. He gone. That's all I care. He gone forever. I recommend that to anybody who has watched that. That is, you, you, you will thoroughly enjoy that. Yeah. So like I said, my theory is don't trust anybody born as from Alabama, born in the '90s. Don't trust them. Oh, this is going forward. Ugh. They're gonna disappoint you. I mean, hey. Winston now, Boogie, sad to say, sad but costly. Boogie too. Did you say? Ah, hey, he's still too big to be trying to do what he be doing on the court, and he don't like to work out. That's a bad combination. You can't do point guard skill sets, and you still out of shape. You can't do that. Yeah, you know, just it don't mix. You know, you gotta work out to move that flexible, but we'll we'll put Boogie back in the mix when we get in the NBA, though. But yeah. Leave him alone. Don't trust Alabama athletes. Uh, speaking about not trusting quarterbacks, what y'all look? What y'all think about uh, Garoppolo, Jimmy G? Oh, um, came back a little bit of last game, but I think uh, people just trying to put him to rest too, a little too quickly. 
Yeah, he's rusty right now. You got to let the man get a chance to get a feel again. I'm not going to just sit there and just, you know, throwing that towel on him just yet. You got to give him a full season to recover. He blew out his knee, and he was and he was playing good when he blew out the knee. So it wasn't like he was just being, like, you know, like he was already questionable before the injury happened. He just, like, once he can get those first few hits when the regular season kick in, his confidence will pick up. But they still short on talent also at the same time. It ain't like defensive-wise, they on point. Yeah, the, uh, defense was going to keep him in game. Yeah, defense was going to keep him. Right, but their offense, they still struggling to try to keep, you know, certain people. So, now, nah, they got to get him in some time. Everybody want instant gratification right now, man. You can't get that. That don't happen in football. Like basketball, you can pull that off. Football, you're not getting that. Chemistry is everything in football. Right, but nah, you gotta get that man some time. It, you know, the struggle still. You know, I still think they, they, I still think they're gonna because of that defense. They're gonna do a lot more. They're gonna be a little surprising than other people are gonna expect. But you gotta give your boy some time to just build his confidence back. I think you know, get him them first four games. I think he'll find his little stride. This is preseason. Nobody, they're not showing us. They're not doing. Much preseason is deceiving as can be. That's why I said I ain't falling for the fool's goal my team is doing right now. I ain't having every three and oh. You think I'm out here giddy about that? No, that's a setup. I see that coming. But I like what I see. But yeah, I gotta, gotta take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, I gotta take it with a full grain of salt. So What y'all think about uh, those Cowboys and Zeke? I understand both sides. What, what'd you say? No, to what extent? Oh, um, I like this. I understand both sides where it's like this. Um, Because of the amount of issues Zeke has caused since he's been a Cowboy and as much stuff they have covered up and had his back and looked out for him and then for him to pull – this power move of trying to, like, yo, I want my money now, a year prior to most, most time people get the extension. I'm going to see the cover like, oh, you wildin'. Well, yo, like, come on, man. We, we, we have covered up so much stuff on your ass right now. You need to relax. But then on Zeke's side, like, yo, I got the most carries any running back since I've been, since I'm in the league and I missed six games and I still lead in carries and touches. Pay me my money before I get hurt. So I can so I do get both sides, but I will lean more on actually management than Zeke because of the just the, the amount of off the issue off the field issues that he's had. He's had issues every single season he's been in the league. And that's why I'm saying, like, and look, he's he's doing this with this little money. So think if he gets some real, real money, how he might just be. I.e. Antonio Davis, give them money and then they're going to really show their true colors, maybe, type situation. And uh, I was in the bumper shop up there with my boys, and the man made a good point. You know, you asking for all this money. I got video of you watching you hit up the police. What the hell do you think? I'm going to be here again. Right. You $100 million and you hit the police. Right, you leaning on this. You you are twice the size of that that little security guard. Dude was leaning on that man. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what is his problem? 
like, and then you know, you got the situation in Frisco where they did the cover up, and now that man is suing Frisco police and the Cowboys for a car accident he caused, and things like that. And that man trying to sue for like a hundred mil, but I don't think. Yeah, but it's like I he I know he just going over the top just to you know to get a better settlement, but it's just the fact of you got the police and the cowboys still covered up dumb moves that you still constantly making. But every single season you've been in the league, it's been a problem. So the real question is I, y'all know these things because y'all live in you know you live in Dallas, but across the country, how many players to these type of situations and getting covered up. Oh, all the time now, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, all the time. You know, yeah, so, we so get that. Does it get, get out? Right. But his stuff, but no, that's the thing. Zeke's stuff has been placed. It's out there in the masses. He's gone in to see Goodell pretty much <laughs> a couple of times since he's been in the league. So two times is too many times that you had to go see the commissioner. And then you sitting in there talking about some, oh, I want my money. Which I said, still, like I said, he do deserve his money. Now, I ain't saying he don't deserve it. But you put yourself in a mess of, you know, situation to demand your money a year earlier than what most people do. Uh, I don't know the bit of that office when they got that bad news. And he's not coming, he wants to contract. <laughs> right. <laughs> But but then I'm like I'm not gonna even lie though still though even with the Cowboys not coming back offering him only like the second highest contract I'm not gonna lie that ain't make no sense you could have you it that's like a slap in the face if you really wanted to be petty you could have gave him like a dollar more than what your boy girly contract was just a dollar just say hey you got a dollar more than his whole entire contract with your highest pay. Soon as he signs the contract, the next person gonna trouble him. Anyway. Exactly, that's the next thing too. That's exactly. But I understand. Comes in and resign. Who else is another running back? That's- oh, hey, the, the Giants is about to pay. Saquon Barkley gonna back that truck all the way with two trucks. Like, give me all my money. Right now. I don't know how in the world, even with the Cowboys talking about they offered um, Cooper top five money, and why the hell he ain't jumping on that? I don't get that one. Like, whoa. Like, who are you? I think that exactly, because he, he getting $14 million this season alone. So I think he kind of made it known. Like, I think he wants to leave and stuff. Now, with Dak on about some 40, I don't know what the hell he thinking, but hey. That's that's the Cowboys' problem. Hey, they just deal with L. L. Davis Jr. over there and they ain't call it a day because <laughs> they ain't gonna get no peace until he go to the upper room. So yeah, so the Cowboy fans ain't gonna see no title basically until Jerry's, and then then y'all gotta deal with their son Steven? Oh, Mister Cheapo, ah. super super cheap. Steven made cap officer. Since the beginning. Yes. Since, since the Jerry he missed the cap. Missed the cap office. Because like I said, it's even funny though too, right? You know, then they're giving all this money to the defense too right now. That's even more crazy. I don't know about the gave Lawrence Cat no 100 mil. I thought that was kind of a left field crazy move. I think he's a good 
he's a good player, but I don't know about a hundred mil when you got, you know, when you try, you have a dag and a, you know, Zeke on the offensive side that you know you're gonna have to pay first. Well, that's why I think I said before on the last episode is maybe they should want to probably defense first and just figure that we can we can. It's easy. I guess they say it's easier to find offensive players versus defensive. Well, then, if that was the case, that wasn't a smart move by, you know, taking Zeke at the fourth pick at running back. Right. So, you know, because, I mean, the, the the Dak situation makes sense. He's a third-round pick, and, he, okay, he handled his business. But, you know, now you, you know, you took a running back, which everybody want to undervalue, and that's why I'm respecting that Zeke is sticking his guns because how they are trying to undervalue running backs right now he has to keep them relevant or, like, they're going to get underpaid more and more every single year. Yeah, right. So he has to stick to I his guns just, on this. I think it's going to be top-heavy. As far as running backs, it's going to be top-heavy as far as who the top five ones get. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's going to just be a plummet. It's going to be, like, it should be, though. Like point guards now in the NBA. Right, and that's how I, I mean, honestly, that's what you should do, though. It's it's a pro and con to the situation. And, I mean, understanding, I know that, like, they don't want to get burned, like, how the Rams feel like they're getting burned right now because a girly knees is, like, looking, you know, suspect and everything. So I get it. But it's something about, I don't know, how do I not realize how big Zeke really was until, like you said, when he leaned on that doggone security guard, how, like, massively – Big he is of a cat to be that agile and on point too. It's scary how big he is. So I mean, so Cowboys have got a bunch of they got a lot of issues. Bunch of issues, a bunch of issues going on because it can either it can all go right or it can all go wrong. Right. I will say they have a good team on paper overall. They do actually have a look. Legitimate good team. I can't deny it. They can actually drink the Kool-Aid this year. They actually do. If they get everybody on the field, they actually got a decent team. I can't even lie. I just don't want these bastards to around here get all beside themselves, but, hey, it is what it is. Yeah, that's what I was watching that game last night. You see that school? <laughs> oh, Lord, yeah, I'm really, yeah, I saw that. You ever think that they're going to lose when they go to the next level? As always, that's why it's just the Cowboys. And, you know, ESPN is going to talk about them 30 minutes every yeah. show. Of but, course. That's what they get paid for. But So, next up, let's speak of the controversy. Controversy. Jay-Z has been taking a lot of heat. A lot of heat, a lot of Pats on the backs, a lot of call sellouts, a lot of call great businessman. Uh, what's your views on his partnership with the league? Um, think people are rushing to judgment, or are you thinking he's making a, a, a big chip move? Uh, initially, I didn't like it. I think it was uh, a big, um, you know, money grab for him, but. At the end of the day, I'm going to wait and see, but I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't, I just, I'm, not, I'm not feeling it. Because the, the reason being for me is that 
capsize. You all for him, you wore his shirt, you know, Kevin, you don't need the NFL. And then all of a sudden, you know, they, they, they you know, they open up the books. Hey, let's, let's, let's do, let's make, let's do business. Let us, let's make something happen then. And, you know, we'll, we'll sprinkle the, the social justice and, uh, and, uh, civil rights thing in there. And, you know, make something happen then. But that, that's the way it comes off to me. So, but, I'm going to wait and see, but it, I don't, it, I'm waiting for this dish to go away. I'm, I'm going to sit back and let it go, but it, 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 it don't smell right to me. It kind of feels like the NFL saw a potential conflict and just decided to prefer, you know, befriend it. And just from their point of view, that's what I see that the NFL is doing. Mm-hmm. Because it's going to be a win-win situation. It's going to bring more revenue, and it's going to acquire, you know, quiet some noise. But on the other hand, if Jay does it the right way, he's going to pretty much have them by the balls for a few years. But that's why you got to wait and see what his intentions and his actions are going to be. You know, is he going to stay true, or is he going to go for the money grab? Right. This is very true. That's the way that I was looking at it is, okay, remember when in the 444 album, he said, yo, you know, he turned on the NFL. I don't need y'all. Y'all need me. And then, look, he flipped that, and it did come. But then the fact is, it actually was Robert Kraft that talked to Roger Gazelle, this girl, and told him about, yo, might need to talk to the Jay-Z cat. And we know Kraft, he's kind of, he a businessman too, but then he does do some social stuff. He got really cool with Meek Mill, which was, you know, kind of weird, but it's like, hey, Robert Kraft has always kind of been, he's all, but, well, no, it's because of the fact that Meek is cool with the Philadelphia 76ers owner, which is another billion, but he's younger, but he's cool with Kraft too. So it's just, the, it's just weird, and they actually was, they kind of came off as shocked of how messed up the system really is. Like, yo, they're like, yo, you really do go through this? Like, they was, like, shocking. He, you know, he said most of the time he would sit back and chill. He was like, Meek was, I'm talking about Meek, well, like, Meek was like, wow. Like, he was just amazed that he's in a room with these cats. So he didn't want to say too much. But then they would ask him questions and, no, speak freely. And then he did, and then they really understood him. And then, of course, Jay. Now, this is where I'm going to sit where I can understand what people feel a certain way with Jay, and this is the thing that everybody got to remember about Jay-Z at the same time, too. What was Jay-Z former profession before everything? <laughs> hey, exactly. So guess what? That man still to this day, he still moves that way. He moves that way. So that way he moves, make him look suspect because you know he has he just maneuver like that but then like he even said i saw in the video like he said yo like i can tell you everything i did all last year how many people i kept out of jail how i've looked out for people like he's been sending millions and millions of water to flint still to this day like jay do a lot of stuff on the low because like he said he don't he does it smartly where you know how you know you know how the people get they feel when they see you doing too much and you're too vocal about it, they look at you, you know, they want to come at you, they want to shut you down because you are being too vocal about it. But if you're moving silent, 
can't touch you on stuff that they don't know that you're doing on the low. Yeah, officer, charity ain't charity if nobody's looking. Right, exactly. But see, G, I will say that Jay has always been known for looking out for people and doing things. He he keeps his he he has people in the streets, lets him know what's going on. So that's what keeps him so relevant and makes him kind of like that's why he falls under the category to me as the greatest rapper of all time because he keeps he keep people in the streets to keep him relevant. And that's why I look at him, and I feel like that's why he's doing what he's doing. You know, I feel like at the end of the day, he's going to make the right moves and doing the right thing. And you said it right, Batman. Like, he got him. He, gonna, he ain't coming in unless he got him by the balls. Like, I think he – remember, he got burned by the NBA. Well, not actually the NBA, but the owners, that Russian, that bought the yeah, – Yeah, they got him. They, he, but he had to learn his lesson with that. You know, it was almost like that string of bell situation, you know, they were out here – was trying to mess with, you know, trying to change that lifestyle and stuff. Yeah, you know, Clay Davis got him. Shit, you know, so, you know, he got Clay Davis a new hustle with him, man, you know, and, you know, Avon was telling them, nah, see, they got your ass. This is a whole new game. You, you stepping into something you ain't ready for. And I think he learned from that NBA situation, and now he know how to maneuver different. Dude, he literally took that shot a year ago at, and, at the um, NFL about, nah, I'm not coming to y'all. y'all. Y'all need me more. But now, look, he's now they're coming at him, and they got to pay him. Because the Super Bowl, you got to think about it, All the artists that perform at the Super Bowl don't get paid. That's a non-paid of, um, performance that you're doing. You're just doing it for the exposure to help you out in the bigger picture. Every artist do not get paid. No artist gets paid for the Super Bowl, period. So now he just worked the deal where they paying him. And he get the vocal, you know, be vocal. Now that's a whole nother ball game now that you're gonna get paid and you can put your two cents in the mix. And everything. Like he can right actually come in there and say, like, I don't think that's a good look. Oh, uh, that mean now, will they listen to it? Do what he say? No, but at least he got paid for it. Because remember, they was trying to they work with the um domestic abuse people. And they said they were disappointed dealing with the NFL because they said they wouldn't listen to nothing they said. So they was highly disappointed by working with them because they wouldn't listen. So this might be the same situation, but at the same time, we do have to get in in the building to do something, though. So somebody got to make that sacrifice of going in the building. So, And, and I kind of am getting sick of the cap thing. Because Cap is, like, I understand he can't speak too much on what happened with the settlement and all that, but Cap don't say nothing. Period. Yeah. So, well, I mean, well, that, that, that NDA. True, but he ain't got to speak on... True. Right, but he ain't even got to speak on that. Cap don't speak on nothing. Though, at the same time. His woman do more speaking than him, he does. And I'm kind of getting tired of hearing her talking. Uh, she's a um, she's a DJ. She's a uh, radio DJ at Hot ninety seven in New York. Her name Nessa. Yeah, you know. But you know, but she, you know, she's doing mad time. And show she's not even black. If we want, if we want to be on that technically pro back bullshit, <laughs> we all want to be on. She she ain't even black, but she being mad. She talking to a lot, but she's like um, I want to say she's Indian. I think she's Indian descent though. 
But she's good peoples. I'm not gonna say she's a bad person by no shape or form. But I'm just saying, why is she doing more talking than Cap is doing? Like I think if Cap ain't saying nothing, you shouldn't say nothing. Just you know, just keep it, let it be. Yeah. Right. That's all. But then you know I love Uncle Luke. How would he broke down? He said, all of y'all around here want to take these shots at Jay, but why all y'all got these white lawyers and agents? If y'all so-called, and all y'all, that's against Jay-Z, but all of y'all got white agents. Why y'all ain't giving black agents a chance if y'all trying to sit here and be, you know, y'all trying to make a bigger cause? All y'all Castiles and Cap, all them lawyers, and they're white. They white. They ain't black. Hey, man. So, you know, so like, you know, you can't pick and choose. I understand diversity is great, but give Jay-Z at least a chance. He's never showed you anything where he came off of showing like he strictly was about the dial off the rip. Not, you know, off the rip. He's never, you know, you never see him dance for nobody. So that's why I'm like, how can you sit here and take shots at the man when you ain't never seen him dance before? Like he does everything on the beat of his own drum, you know, and he just goes from there. So that's why, I like, you know, just relax. You got to give it time. At the same, you know, everyone on instant gratification. Well, he's supposed to just because he worked with the NFL, then Capo to come in the next day. No, it's not gonna work. Like, unfortunately, hey, Cap gonna have to. Cap fell on that sword. He done. He just, but he he fell on that sword and still got a nice payday. Cap ain't gonna never see a broke day in his life. He manages money well. He doing he, Nike taking care of him very lovely. So we still got to keep growing. Somebody got to get back in that building now and do something. Like the Eric Rees and, you know, and Kenny Stills, like, they just average players. Their voice is not strong enough to make something happen, where Jay-Z voice is strong enough to make something happen. So now give that man a chance and see what happens in a year or two. Speak on it after a year or two. God damn, like, you don't want somebody to say a day. He in the building that day. They want you to give because of the fact you did a, a you. You in a room with him, you probably have a whole breakdown of how everything's gonna happen right then and there. No, he gotta see how they're gonna maneuver. He's sitting back watching to see how they're gonna play this and if they're gonna try to use him and things like that. But you know, he's though he clearly said I taught y'all how to move in a room with vultures in the music industry. And so it's like, you know, just give Jay a chance. And that's that's how I look at it. Just get a, just get a man some time. You never know. We might look back at this five years later and just and see a whole new a whole new outlook on the league. It may be you know may cover up a lot of the stink that they've gotten over the years. So like I said, that's why I feel from the NFL side, it's a win win situation because they're going to get revenue and it's going to it's going to be a good what? publicity move as far as. You know, people gonna forget about concussions. They gonna forget about you know, domestic violence and all that stuff that we've been dealing with the past five years. And now they're gonna see, you know, a possible change as far as the public opinion. Right. 
So that's how the money NFL always gonna make money at the end of the day. They they are never it's not they can go they said they can go a whole year with not one fan going into the doggone stadium and they still gonna be in the black. Yeah, hundred year institution. You know, pretty decent, fairly good player when he was healthy and on point and actually wanted to play. Nah, he was, yeah, he's straight. But, you know, I, was, I my thing, you know, I've never liked him from the moment he tried to come into the league and try to come with that Bible thumping. Oh, I'm not going to get caught up in the temptations of the, the NBA. I'm not going to let all these women get me and everything at all. Who the hell got like what? Like seven or eight kids, but like nine baby mamas. And now here around here. Then got turned out to the Atlanta lifestyle of Twinkle Toes. Whoa, relax. <laughs> hey, come on. Even I, even if he did, even if he, if it, if that's his purpose, fine. I ain't knocking with your purpose, but don't talk like you so much better than other people. And when you you are eighteen years old, and I know you're in the capital of the Bible Belt from Atlanta, Georgia. I get it, but relax. Just, just. Yeah, that was a fucking move back then. He thought he was uh, fed those scripts. I ain't. Well, I don't, I don't listen to no hip hop. Nothing, you know. Yeah, <laughs> man. When he when he knocked up a gospel singing chick, I said, "Oh, you ain't shit. Oh, you ain't shit. <laughs> you gonna knock up a Christian singer and ain't marry her?" I said, "Wow, you that dude? Come on, man. You really wildin' in these streets." But, you know, I mean, hey, but overall, talent-wise, and, I mean, of course, we know the other ultimate bitch-ass movie did was one to call himself Superman when Shaq already had that kind of title already prior. Now, you probably are more built like Superman than Shaq was, but Shaq, you know, he already had that. So you could have just came with something different. Yeah, just come with something else. So, I mean, he's always been goofy. And it, it, it's just goofy and lame. But, I mean, he's just never had his own little personality and how to work through it. And then I think old man Kobe destroyed it after that. I want to know what it is. Everywhere he goes, everyone, every locker room he leaves, it's like they take a, a, a deep exhale. Like, man, I couldn't wait for him to leave. Because he's he goofy. He played too much. He said he's too playful. He's too goofy. And it's like cats, he's too play, you know, like these cats ain't they're not 
And I like that. These hood, more hood cats. Yeah, he he doesn't have that switch where, you know, whenever it's game time, it's time to, you know, really get in there and grind. Right. He he ain't ain't dead. Nah. So he ain't breaking ribs like you? (laughs) Exactly. He ain't hurting people like he's supposed to be hurting people. Yeah, exactly. Come on, man. I think it all went down for him. But no, Orlando. Now, now I see that's another. That's okay. That's another whack ass city that you don't want to play sports at. You know, Orlando is known for running all of their stars away too, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So it's not even just about that. That's just how Orlando is. They just like they just run. They all like they just feel like after a while they get old, bored with you, and then just want you gone. So now nah, that's this Orlando thing. Now, so I ain't knocking for that. It was just like. I just knew it, it went all downhill when he went to the Lakers. This is bottom line. Old man Kobe destroyed yeah, that. Expectation was just too high. That and that. Kobe wasn't having it, man. Kobe was not about to deal with that goofiness. Like, nah. We're going to dead that. I remember reading uh, a couple of things with Kobe in front of, like, you know everything you say about me, come back to me now. Right. <laughs> like, do you know who I am? Right. Come on, man. You can't come at Kobe like that and stuff. But then, you know, I just heard recently they said um, it was Anthony Davis, Rondo, and Jamel McGee, of all people, on top of that, they before they signed him, they came at him and asked him how serious he was about coming here to play. Now I was like, wow, okay. Now, and they really came at him hard and said, yo, how serious are you all could do? The last few teams you've been on, you basically got ran out of there. So, like, what's the deal here? Like, if he's healthy, he's what they need. They needed somebody that can run, pick, and roll, and catch lobs. That mm-hmm. wasn't going to be Joaquin Noah. Nah. That wasn't going to be Marcus Bates. Uh, and nah. they need somebody that can block shots and rebound. Right. Noah, Noah might give you the rebounds, but he ain't blocking no shots. He can't get off the ground. Right. And I told somebody this earlier, like, Noah, he would have been good if it was an offense where – you know, you give it to the big guy at the top like he did in Chicago and, you know, you do dribble hands off, handoffs and stuff like that. LeBron ain't doing all that. Nah. LeBron gonna get the ball to the top and keep calling for pick and roll. Mm-hmm. You want somebody to help one alive so that way he hit the corner three. And Noah just didn't fit. Nah, he situation. did. Nah, I, I wouldn't have touched Noah anyway with a 10-foot pole. But it's like, but they said the white did take accountability. He said, nah, that was more me. I, I just lost. He said he lost the love for the game, and he got lazy, and he slacked off. But, you know, he he, he humbled himself. He said, he, I'm taking accountability of why I'm in this situation. Rather than he said in the past he would point fingers at the organizations and say it was their fault. But they said, nah, he came at them all straight up. Now, I know that was mainly Rondo doing. Rondo like, nigga, I don't hear all that shit. Rondo like, I don't hear that shit? What the fuck? Like, yo, what's your deal? Are you going to come here and play ball or you going to act abroad? What you going to do? And I can see Rondo dead in that ASAP. But you know what I would do for training camp? First first, first practice, if I'm Frank Vogel and Jason Kidd, hey, we, we ain't going to run the first camp. Hey, Kobe, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> like Kobe set the expectation, the later expectation. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. 
Nah, you don't need to bring that in the building. Don't bring that in the building. Don't bring that in the building. Nah, man. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Kobe, we already know Kobe is pulling all the strings in the background as is, man. Let's let Kobe stay in the background. We don't need his presence in the building. That's going to mess it all up. I can see Kobe suiting up in a practice or two. I can see him coming in and showing some stuff, especially if they go in a downtime. It's like this ain't Laker basketball. Let me see what Laker basketball looks like. Right. Still got my, still got my shoes right here. Yeah, we still got them. <laughs> <laughs> they got that special Kobe that. <laughs> right. You pull back an encyclopedia and the door open up. Yeah, we we wash your. Uh, we want you to work out close once a week. Man, he running, he running, creating a machine over there. One of his daughters right now, Kobe chilling. He got a daughter ain't becoming a machine. That's just not gonna be good for female basketball. Yeah, they, they, yeah, that girl's team run the triangle. He showed the field. Field said, "That's the best one I was seeing in record." <laughs> <laughs> so, little girls, y'all trying to get the stats from UConn? You know, you ain't gonna get, you get that with three practices a week. Yeah, like it every day. Yeah, like I said, you can't. Yeah, oh man, yeah, he creating monsters, man. Since he can't, I let you know how foul Kobe is having four daughters, though. Let me let you know he was fouling these trees, though. We got four old girls, so you gonna have one of these girls going to be a problem in these streets on this court, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a wrap already. Oh, I know. She's automatically there. If she can have her own she can have her zero. Exactly. I can see him retiring soon, though. So, Gina? Yeah. How old is Gina? be having his little rants and stuff like he gets sick and tired of you know they ruin in basketball and this and that I, I think it, it, not, I, the, the, um, these teams are caught up to them definitely that so that's what you did like in yeah, the last couple of years but uh, I, I don't think he'll go out without another, another chip right Well, I mean, yeah, by the time, yeah, like you said, Kobe's little daughter get around that age. You know, he'll be gone by then, though, because she only, she's 13, so I don't think he's going to be doing this in another five more years, though. So, you know, so we'll see what's up with that. But, yeah, he, but Kobe is creating a little monster with that one, though. She's a problem. But uh, I think the Lakers, are, they're going to be, it's, it's going to be a redemption yet. Yeah. Brother, I can see that. But uh, the Clippers are going to be much deeper defensively. Yeah, they, they oh. match with everybody. Exactly. Yeah. And then with Tyron Lue taking that petty shot and go sign and with them, I was like, hmm, interesting. <laughs> I said, wow, that's how we're going to do this, Lou? You got Lou and Cassell on that coach's set. That's a lie. Yeah. yeah. 
You know, I mean, I don't like Lou at all. I just like, I just thought it was a good petty shot for him to just do that though. But I don't know, he he's super overrated. He gets down because of the fact he held on for dead life to keep AI in check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He held on. Keyword held on. Yeah, held on. Yeah. For dear life. They let that man hold AI the whole rest of that series. With those two, Lou and So then it's off the rip. Okay, so off the rip, we just gonna jump off the ledge. That's how we gonna do this, huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Need to find a, a point guard, though. Uh, that's that's LeBron's definitely LeBron duty. No, you can't I, be chasing the point guards. I know he ain't, he ain't gonna be chasing them, but he gonna be playing on the offensive side. They gonna just that switch up or happen, but. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this story. This is what happened to Joe Johnson when he came to Atlanta. When he was at Phoenix, when Steve Nash used to come out of the game, he played point. So yeah. he thought it was crazy playing against you know second unit point guards. Well, of course. So when he signed with Atlanta, they put him at point. Like, point. Mm-hmm. So that's why they drafted Marvin Williams instead of drafting Chris Paul or or Darren. Was it Darren Williams? Yep, Darren Williams out of those yeah, two. Darren Williams. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, ran point start that year, and after playing like ten games and having having the little fast ass point guards full court person, he said he had enough. Yeah, I know he did. That's why I said I don't, that's why I said I don't think they're gonna make him the full time like on the defensive side. He's gonna do it on that defense, but that offense, they're gonna switch it over for sure. Right. But hey, that lineup is gonna be interesting to see. Like you said, how they gonna set this up. It can work short term, but I think long term they gotta make a move. Once December hits or whenever they can make their trades or whatever, mm-hmm. which they don't have no picks left, I don't know what they're gonna trade. But yeah, exactly. They ain't got nothing. They literally have no picks left. That that don't make no sense. Hmm. That they is like all or nothing right now. <laughs> we gonna do this now, or we screw? We gonna be screwed for life. So that's how that's gonna go. Now, I, and I, I heard this the other day, uh, you know, with the team that the Lakers have now. Um, do you think, uh, what, what do you think of Magic Johnson's move to, to leave? What, what, what was, this, was still a good move or the way, that, the way they're going about trying to get this, cha- this championship is not what, what he would have done? So, Batman, I'm going to put that on you there. I'll let you answer that one. Uh, as far as Magic, I think he, I think the moves that were made is the moves that he wanted, but I don't know he would have gave up so much. I was thinking the same thing. I don't think he was willing to want to give up that much. And I think that's why the trade didn't happen the first time. So he's thinking long term. So he's not thinking to give you this many draft picks and swap picks and all this good stuff 
for this long period of time, um, especially knowing that LeBron is aging. But I, I think he would. He wanted Davis. I think that was clear. But mm-hmm. I don't think he would have gave up as much. I think if anything, he was more prone to wait until Davis became a free agent than to give up all which they, what they did. Exactly. I, I, I thought the same thing, too. Like he said, well, we can still grow and build this team through the draft on top of that. But then if whoever wants to come, he's just used to people just coming to the Lakers if they want to be a Laker rather than trading everything to go get somebody. So I do believe that all the way through when it comes with Magic on that point, for sure. And I don't think he would have waited for Kawhi either. Nope. I don't think he would have got the league. And I think that's why he. I think that's why he was talking so much anyway, because he already felt the vibe that he wasn't going to come. So it was like, man, I just did that and let's keep it moving. That's that's going to build a team around other stuff. Because like this, we ain't going to sit here and be held hostage. Now this is a businessman. This man know how to close deals. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know when a deal is not going to get closed. And he knows, yeah, he knows, yes, exactly. And I think he felt that vibe, but like you said, these Lakers and. Blinker and shit is like they was too desperate because they want to get it instantly. Well, like you said, Maddie ain't about just getting one ring. He wants a dynasty. He wants at least to have a good, legitimate five-plus-year run, at least. So we all see the bigger picture. And the thing about it, too, if I'm in his shoes, I'm going to sit up there and like, look what I'm doing with the Dodgers. Look where we finished the last four years. Look, look how, how I've gone about doing that. And this is what I'm trying to I'm trying to bring you over here. I, you know, we we finished in the World Series or at the doorstep. You know, we did, this is what we built. Let me show yeah, you how to build it. Right. And what, what they've been doing the last six years. I also think instead of um, the other part of not waiting on Kawhi, I think he would have signed um, D'Angelo Russell back. Yeah. Yep, definitely. To save face. Mm-hmm. I think he definitely wanted D'Angelo. He de- That's why he didn't want to, why you said, wait too long with Kawhi. Like, I think he wanted to see where Kawhi was at. And then he saw, he felt it. And he was like, man, okay, that's dead. This is going to get. That's bringing, so we have a legit point guard so that we don't have to put all this pressure on LeBron having to have that the ball in his hand all the time. But they was all being cocky and stuff of thinking he was going to be there. And then and Golden State said, ah, take that, take that. Uh, we're about to take this. We're going to just take this contract on just to keep it from y'all because we don't want y'all back on top again. As long as said, don't, don't let the Warriors be a, a six seed next year. With Clay Thompson back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of like when the Rockets hey. were like a, a lower seed that second year. Hmm. And people were uh, writing them off once they hit that stride. Especially in the playoffs when you got that one player that's dynamic like that, like Steph is and like Clay. Mm-hmm. You don't want to see that. Regardless of what you think you did in the regular season, that don't matter no more. A matchup is a matchup. Right. So, 
Because who's on the Lakers going to guard Steph Curry? Nobody. Not with this team. See, that's where Russell would have been okay to be able to be staying in front of him at least to the best of his ability. And plus, he's bigger, though. He was bigger but still quick enough to be in front of Steph enough to still contest his shot to be a problem if they could have got Russell that way. I think with, with, with uh, Russell and, and Curry right now, I think they could be the next two balls of time. Both of them, that little small size. Well, Russell's not small. Russell's 6'4". Huh? Russell's 6'4". I know he ain't small, but I'm talking about the quickness. Quickness. He, uh, he ain't that quick now. Joe was like 6'4". Yeah. You know, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Deion Russell ain't quick now at all. He's slow motion all day now. I call him slow motion. It just looks slow. You go out there and guard. Well, hey, hey, hey. First of all, hey, now at this age, I'm not being boo boo the fool. I'm not at this age now. In my prime, yeah, I'd have felt like I could, yeah, I'd be fine. Now that this day. TV make everything look slow. Nah, I know. Yeah, I know, no, no. I know he quick now, but hey, I'm just saying, I'd look at towards other, some of the other NBA cats. No, I'm not going out there. I know my lane now. My Hey, my quickness is shot. Seen, uh, what's your boy name? Uh, that played with the Heat with Dwayne? Uh, Skip to my loop? Yeah. And I saw him in person. Well, that's a, that's like, yeah, quickness with a whole different ball handling skills. Yeah, he has somebody versity. Yeah, that's way different. So, like I said, it may look slow on TV, but you go out there. Oh, I know. Catch them hesitations. Nah, I don't have no problem. I'm good. Yeah, I do see your point as far as Isaiah Dumars' backcourt where they're interchangeable. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I run the offense, you score. Yeah. Vice versa. Yeah, they can switch it up. And then, like you said, then you bring Clay to and push Clay to the third, you know, to the three spot. Uh, Which he fits right in. He's 6'7. Exactly. So and it was. Yeah. 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 Quick. Right. Yeah. So, like you said, catch and shoot. And then, man scored 43 points in the game with only four dribbles. Come on. <laughs> Got to remember that. Like, yo, what can you do with somebody doing some ignorant crap like that? A whole game, only four dribbles with 43 points. Yeah, we, we, we still get the dribble. All right. <laughs> yeah. Out there playing soccer. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, oh, shit, that's right. I can dribble. Oh, damn. But, so, yeah, exactly. So, he don't need to come back. Like you said, even if he come back just for the playoffs, he'd just be a spot-up shooter the whole time and don't really have to technically you have to force the issue. It's catch and shoot. Exactly. Yeah, if he ever develop a, a, a decent handle, he don't need to. That's why I kind of want him. <laughs> man, but that's why I kind of wanted him to leave. I wanted him to go somewhere like I don't know, freaking Orlando, and you know, what I'm saying come off kind of like what Ray Allen did in Seattle, just come off pick and rolls and just bomb threes all day. Well, hey, man, I was scared he was going to do that crap in the Lakers. So, hey, I'm glad he stayed where he stayed. Yeah, I thought his daddy was going to convince him to leave. So, but then once Magic got screwed over, I was like, oh, safe. Oh, we safe. Oh, hey, I worry about that. But trust me, I think if, if Magic was still there, it could have happened. I don't see it happening. Psh. I didn't see it happening. I think uh, Magic would have been 
I think he he cherishes being that second guy on the squad. He would have been still a second guy. That's true. With with Davis. Yeah. And LeBron. And with LeBron, yeah. LeBron. Still, he. I mean, he he, the third. Okay, I still think. He, no, trust me, it was gonna be an easy third though. Cause LeBron is only pacing himself now to just collect rings right now. I think LeBron even realized he's going to step back some. Like, I know he don't feel like he's going to have to do as much. Well, now he feel like he does now. Now he going to feel like he got to do much. But if he would have been able to just – they'd have been patient and got D'Angelo Russell. And then, you know, even if they wouldn't have got Anthony Davis, like you said, you could have still brought Clay in. And just let Russell and Clay do their thing, and then LeBron still pace himself, and they still would have been a problem, dude. There was a fourth seed before he got hurt. Yeah, yeah. But no, that's fool's go to. I think we talked about that before. There was a fourth seed, but there was also like two games out of being the eleventh seed. Well, that's the West, man. Hey, man, that's gonna be like that. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey! We we this, we know how the West rolled, dude. Like we know from from basically two to eight, eight. You know that's like a game apart. That's that could shift at any given moment. We know how the West rolls, so I'm not gonna sit. We we know that's automatic fool's gold. It's way and then now how deep the West is this year. Yeah, and, yeah. Last season, uh, I think on a week to go, four, uh, four seeds and eight seed was uh, all within a game of each other. Yeah. So we know that's about to be the same way again. We we went through this, like you said, the last time we talked, man. It's only two weak teams. It's technically only two weak teams in the West. The whole we went with um uh, it was Minnesota and um Phoenix. I still can't believe y'all calling them Minnesota weak. Hey. That's all that's Jimmy Butler fault. And weak in my eyes, man. Jimmy Ryan can't be around here to sleep with people, women and stuff, all women, never. Yeah, they soft. Yeah. Hey, like Cameron said, they Terry Cloth. I mean, they very soft. They soft. Soft with a capital T, soft. They soft with a capital T, man. Wiggins ain't interested in playing defense. At all. Hey, but Kobe co-signed on Andrew Wiggins, though. What's up? How y'all feel about that? How many times? He said that at the beginning. At the beginning. At the beginning. And then you ain't heard him say nothing else after that. I don't I don't hear him saying that. He had, like this. If he, I don't think if he would have went to Minnesota. If, actually, if the Cavs would have kept him, he would have been a better player. LeBron would have made him a much better player. Yeah. But LeBron ain't had no patience. Mm-hmm. I don't want nobody younger than 23. Yeah, so LeBron made a bad call on that one. But I think, you know, Wiggins would have been a better player. It could have took a lot of load. If he would have known the NBA was going the way that it was going, there was no need to get Kevin Love. Right. There was no need to get Kevin Love. He needed more versatile wing players. I still don't think he would have been a good fit with LeBron either. Like, 
as far as offensive. I think defensively he'll have been good. But I'm hey, that I still think that'll work out for him though, because you see it today. We just said where's defense at now? Non-existent. They went from being, I think they were like the third or fourth seed at one point before Jimmy got hurt that year. Yeah, they were. They, yeah, they mm-hmm. were the third seed. They went from that to barely making it an eighth, taking Jimmy to come back hurt and play the last five games or something like that. I don't know, man. Hmm. I, I still say that would be a good spot for Chris Paul. Nah. I don't Chris know. Paul Fuck Chris what Paul. We're going to have to make a list of if Ty King's most wanted. He number one off top. Yeah, uh, no, I thought it was yeah. Scottie Pippen. No, Paul Pierce. Paul both. Okay, Paul. No, no, no. He meant to say Paul Pierce. He meant to say Paul Pierce. Okay. Uh, like this, Paul. We know Paul is more personal. That's what I'm talking about. But nah. But this is like. But like this. That's personal. But it's like with this because it's personal. I mean, it should be number one. Like no. Like generally, in my heart and soul, fuck Chris Paul. His bitch assness is real. Like, dude, I hate a cat that's gonna play dirty. Like Chris Paul. Nah, do I just call out bitch assness when I say it though? But it's like the way how his is is like he played dirty, and then when somebody do something back to him, he won't cry about it. Don't be that guy when you punching people in the nuts and doing foul things, and then when somebody do it back to you, you won't cry about it. And like right now, like even on um, Matt Barnes, it um Stephen Jackson said that's why nobody don't want to play with him because he this bitch assness. Like they don't want to rock with him. So that's all I do. I never liked him because of that. Like I threw him literally watching him punching people in the balls. And then somebody pushed him to the ground, he won't cry, like, oh, what you doing? You just punched his ass in the balls. What you expect? So fuck Chris Paul. That's number one. All day. Yeah. Man, like I said, on site, dude. Like, nah, man, I'm just gonna rock with that dude. I don't know. So that's I'm yeah. Same size. Hey, I may be in the Napoleon complex thing. Yo, man, it is what it is. But hey, I just call it like a seat. But he definitely, I, I, it's safe to say he's probably number one on my list. Then Paul is two. Paul two. Then then um Howard. Then Antonio, bro. Nah, then Antonio, because this is the fact he came on my team is why he, you know, he landed in the top five because he on my team. And let me dial back to Antonio Brown. I, I think he, he's been he's been encouraged too by John. No, he was like this before this even, man. I, I, I know, I know, I know he was like that before, but. Well, Mike Mayer did just lay the law down recently, though. He said um, he made some comments, said, "Nah, he need to, you know, basically, you know, if he if he want to be with us, he need to be with us." Not now, John Gruden, yeah, he throwing more, you know, logs into the fire. Yeah, he entertaining that foolishness. Mike Mayer ain't trying to hear that. 
But like just as a non, I mean, yeah, he popped into my top five as of recently. Yes. Now I don't know who my fifth person is. I can't think of no one. Oh yeah, no motherfucking doubt. Yeah, 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 yeah. You you are correct. Now that's one on site. Do you know? He was filled my energy of disgust by just my presence of walking by him without saying nothing. He will <laughs> know I hate his guts, and he'll see me looking dead in the eyes like, "Man, you ain't shit," and I'll keep it moving right. though. Michael Vick was doing without the athletic ability, man. Like, come on, man. <laughs> you just killing Dude, They said he couldn't even throw a screen pass. That's how bad he was. I know. I mean, Vick can't throw a screen pass either, but... It was still... No, he had no... Like, of course, he had no touch. Like, everything came out of Vick on was a rocket, no doubt. We knew he had no kind of touch. But we knew he still was a problem on that field doing everything else he did, though. Sean the hell did. Yes, he did. He definitely did. But yeah, we got we touched on a lot of things today. No homo. Like I said, Dwight. uh, I think Dwight's gonna be the good move. You did. Because it's going to be games where LeBron don't play. Definitely. Yeah, you got to pace him. You got to pace him now. Which is legit, though. The man plays 17. He ain't season 17. He need to be managed a little bit more. I'm not going to lie about that. Yeah. Oh, and also, uh, just some some fan feedback. Uh, I had a couple people tell me that uh, Bradley Bill is overrated. Man, they didn't kick rocks. What the fuck is their problem? Man, get your ass. Man, whatever. Oh, look, man. Hey, oh, y'all need to re- y'all cut that shit out. I don't know what the hell they've been watching. Brandon Peel overrated. What the fuck? Man, don't, don't have me go on one of my rants like that, man. Don't do that to me, man. Overrated. I'm just telling you well, tell them to watch this season and tell me you're overrated after this season. Now that you fucking, once again, John Wall ain't there, but he dropping 25 with a grace. All right. Whatever. He had Washington. Yeah. Of course he's going to look bad. He had Washington. Yeah. Come on. Put him on a, a team that's, le- that's actually legit and show me. Talk to me then. Oh, God. <laughs> and it's like, for me, 
like uh, like Stack said, you know, if you average twenty points in this league, if you didn't average twenty points in this league, please shut your little shut up. Yeah, no set, dude. Yeah, like you you shouldn't even be an analyst if you didn't have over twenty points a game. Well, yeah, we know he was going to Hollins and um, in Damon Jones, yeah, and I wish they deserved every bit of that. I think Hollins, he he doing that just to be different, you know. what I'm saying he just go off the wall just to. Oh, he's making the name was up. He, he, he that, that's the ESPN strategy, you know. Be, be outrageous, you know. Get, get right. those uh, sound bites. So that's all he doing. You know, you can even his tone change when he says some stuff like that. Yeah, so you know he, he he just trying to be different. Hey, y'all know? Oh wait, Shaq was okay. Shaq got knocked out of my top five. You know that because yeah, because exactly. yeah, you know I don't like him and stuff. Like you know, I was Kobe. I was Kobe over Shaq and everything because you know he be all in his feelings with somebody that don't like him and stuff. So you know I don't even rock with that. Like why are you gonna be sensitive because somebody don't like you? Ooh wee. You be all right. I mean, okay. And then you wonder why he decided to snitch on you because you was mad because he didn't like you off the rip. I, I ain't gonna say I never snitch. Fuck all that. I ain't going out like that. But still wasn't a good hey. So yeah, he definitely was and it sucks that his middle name is my name and he's older than me. So I feel some kind of way about that fully. So ugh. But still. I'm still I'm still discombobulated about this Brandon Bill thing, so uh, <laughs> I feel it's a kind of way, man. Washington, he in the underachieving Eastern Conference. Exactly. Let me talk about Brandon Bill. Ain't good. It's a situation. Yeah, and, no, and, and he ain't gonna come out looking good anybody. Yeah, and I mean now I understand why we. Oh, and we couldn't really talk about the fantasy today because the commissioner and on and on here. Pow, pow, yeah, you, Quiet Storm, a.k.a. Floyd, yeah, need you to get this together. And we need to switch from Yahoo, tied all these spams and stuff. We need to go to ESPN. We need to be more professional. <laughs> tired of becoming, we need to move up. What about the one from NFL? Oh, even the NFL one. Either or. We didn't need to get away with Yahoo, these, these, man. Everybody trying to figure out what their passwords and codes was with Yahoo. No, we had been jump ship from Yahoo. But we need the commissioner. When, when, yeah, when are we drafting? How about that? The commissioner. <laughs> Ask him. Yeah. The, 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 the Mr. Missing in Action. Yeah. One yeah, I was like. Not looking, not looking good. Yeah. Be week four in the preseason. We still ain't got a, a draft date. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that's, like I said, that's definitely um that. That's his doing now. So he got to get it together when it comes to that. So, you know, so we can get, because, you know, we need multiple people into the music. And I know we do need to get into the music also and everything. It's been a lot of good music came out this weekend. Yeah, uh, Rhapsody album was nice. Oh, Rhapsody yes. was nice. Yes. Oh, I was killing my kids when I Rhapsody on vacation. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the new this album. That song kept, that song keep calling, kept popping up. Seriously, man. <laughs> Are you texting? That's probably, that's probably why they got you uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> nah, so I'm surprised. I'm a little disappointed in myself. I didn't even get a chance to listen to the Jeezy yet, so I'm going to get to that. It's straight. It's uh, Just still typical Jeezy? Yeah, typical Jeezy. Okay. Um, then there's a surprise Missy Elliott EP dropped out, which was okay and on point. So, but the Rhapsody, I'm she did a thing. But Rhapsody did a thing. Uh, she did a good yeah, continuation from my last from my last album. She did a good yeah. continuation. She's definitely now. She's definitely among the elites. I put her with the, the these big dogs. She she can spit. Yeah, because she's done a lot of features the past two years. I guess you can say. Right. So kind of just building up that momentum. Yeah, and I, she said she did. She finished the album like. Um, I want to say like last summer or something like that. Or, or, yeah, she had 60 like songs. Time. She had 60 songs for this album. She said, oh. Yeah, dude. She said she got she got the concept and she was all in. And she wrote, yeah, she has. She had to, she had to wait on some samples to clear and all that good stuff. Yeah, because she got some good, yeah, because the production was definitely on point also. And everything so and but I thought it still said she recorded 60 songs and this still was like one interlude and then it was like I think it was 16 songs total. Yeah. So and it's just to name all of these songs after you know different black women throughout history. Definitely it's a good it's a great concept album. And I like the fact she said like I don't, you know, she don't worry about it. She just going to the studio. She just going to make new music. I don't, I ain't worrying about what I previously did. I'm not trying to exceed that. I'm going to just do what I do, which is what you're supposed to do. Don't put the pressures right. on yourself to try to top what you did. Because that's unnecessary pressure. Yeah, that's, that's what it is on that. Yeah. You got it. So, yeah, so no. Different things. Oh, Anthony, Foreign Exchange. They got all their joints on vinyl out. Oh, I did listen to uh, Little Brother album too. There. Oh, yep, good call. I'm glad I did say that. I don't know. Yeah, the little album. Yeah, Little Brother album was on point too. That yeah, they came out too. That was on point. But yeah, the, all the foreign exchange. That's what made me think of when it was uh, interludes. Yeah, like, all the interludes. They still the, the interludes were still on point. Um, the Little Brother. They, yeah, they still got it. Hell yeah. Fonte, yeah, Big Poole, they got it. They still got it. They don't. Was uh, Night Wonder on the production? Nah, that's the only thing. Night was so. nope, no, no Night production. Was a, different, a different spin from what they usually. They had one song that kind of fall under the night. I feel like two, a couple, a couple of jerks fall under the night, but nah, they, they actually just did their thing because Night was so busy doing with the Rhapsody album. Okay. Yeah, and I think they understood that. They didn't have an issue. I could, it still was cool because he still promoted the album night and everything, so he's still cool. But it was good to see them back together doing their thing. But that was definitely another good album, also. Yeah, yeah, man. Cause they, you know, cause they're not. Cause I'm gonna tell you this now. Cause they ain't cheap neither, man. They dropping thirty a pop. Yeah, so because I I, I want to get not the first but the second one. What that was on um, leave? What that like leave everything? 
Damn, what was the name of that first? The second one where they had um take off the blues. That was the second one. I thought that was the first one. I thought that was. You know what? That was the first one. Let me see. Well, because I thought that other one they had another one prior to that, but it was more hip hop ish. And then the next one, I thought that was the one you was talking about. But I'm gonna uh, have to check that out and see though. But um. But yeah, man, so I saw they was all on vinyl. I was like, oh, dang it. It's on. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, man. I know. My sister just actually gave me um the Kendrick family um vinyl joint that she had signed and everything. Uh, I, I'm off that, man. <laughs> yeah, what's the boy's name at the, uh, the liquor store? Tom. Classic <laughs> Tom is the illest, boy. Tom is the illest, bro. Oh, that bottle get, you know that bottle getting popped. Oh, we, we count down and started, too. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah. That bottle coming. to the wedding, we need to break that story. <laughs> oh yeah, and it matches, and the bottle matches the um the tux to a certain extent. Oh, it's all. Thanks everyone for listening. Really appreciate the support, all the feedback. Uh, the Eptide Crew will be back recording on Sunday night, dropping that on Monday. Uh, we're gonna get into NFL updates, cuts, transactions. Um, dip into a little bit of music. A lot of albums came out recently. So again, as always, listen, like, share, comment, rate. Feedback is welcome. Appreciate the support. We out.